This is the Ignition Podcast and I'm Harry. If you're listening, I know that one way or another you love cars. It may have started early or you're just dipping your toe into the vast car world. Regardless of that, here I speak to people I, as a petrolhead, find inspiring, interesting and entertaining to dive into what got them to where they are today. So, thank you for being here and join me on my journey to becoming the number one automotive podcast in the world. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. It's a what, at what point did you suddenly go? Okay, now now is the time for this to change. Like you said, you you know, actually you you done that thing. You assimilated into the culture and you had enough of it. But what was that moment that you would say went? Okay, now now that's it. That's the the pin has dropped. I am I'm, I'm out of here. That door is open for me. There's um there's a few different perspectives on this, and I'll share mine, and then I'll share one that my my closest friend, my BFF, shared mm. with me, which I didn't realize, but she might be right. So you go through, you know, I went through decades in the auto industry in tier one uh, roles, increasing responsibility, covering materials, purchasing, program management, sales, manufacturing, always getting the next title, more responsibility, in some cases moving to another tier one. Hmm. And it just feels like, it's like, ah, here we go again. Right, here we go again. Got to figure out this culture, right? Figure out how I play. How do I play the game? How do I win? How do I get what I need? You know, how do I move on? And when you sit in a conference room and I'm at the highest level, I'm a chief procurement officer at the time, Three, the company revenue at the time was $3 billion, global team. It's like, great, I've made it, yeah. And then you're in this conference room all day on a Monday and it's like soul sucking. It just sucks the life out of you. And you realize, you think, oh God, there's got to be more to life than this. I can't, I cannot bear to see that same PowerPoint again, month after month, that's a China strategy meeting or something. Because it was an agenda that was passed down because this company was a carve out from General Motors many years ago. It was, and they kept the same part of the culture. So I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. And I said, all right, so you have a choice. You can just stay here and cruise into retirement easily. I had a great network, a lot of visibility in the industry, respected by my peers, my boss could have cruised easily into retirement. Or do you get out and do something different and find a way to change this auto industry for the better? Because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels that way in the auto industry. Yeah. And so I quit. Now, my girlfriend says that it happened. The switch started right after I was named to the top 100 leading women in the auto industry in North America at the automotive news event. She said something happened there. It's like I reached it. It's like whatever I was striving for all my entire career, that was like the cherry on top. And she said, yeah, once you got that, you started to think differently. So I don't know. It's probably a bit of both. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like recognition that did it for you. I guess maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, thinking about being on a list. I know that when this podcast gets on those lists, you know your ego gets a bit inflated, or you get mentioned in certain places, and you go, "Oh, that's nice." But then it goes I away, know. doesn't it? I know, don't you? Doesn't it make you feel good? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's fantastic because someone's going. You know that thing you've been working on, and like you say, the thing you've been working on by yourself is. Is worthy of someone going and putting it on some list, even though that you know, in ten years' times, these lists are going to be relevant. 
But it's nice for that moment, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And I'm wondering what that does to you then once you, the things you were starting thinking after that list, you know, the things that you started going, okay, now that I've on this list and I've reached these, whatever success meant to you, I guess, at that point, because that's, I think it's, and it's, this probably has something to do with age as well, is you reach a point where the, the money and the title no longer became everything, mm. right? And it's like, all right, so what do you, what do you really want to do? And there were two things that I wanted to do. I wanted to change the industry. I wanted to impact the industry in terms of the way we operate of our culture. And I wanted to start my own business and figure out how to do that. And then I wanted to give back to my home country. I wanted to find a way to give back to Wales. And so I had to find a way to make both of those things happen. And here we are, you know, five years on. It's five years last month, I walked away from my corporate job. Congratulations. And it's, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it's, it's happening. But it, I, I mean, there were moments, Harry, where I just, I thought, oh, God, you idiot. Right? You've taken your salary to zero. And of course, didn't expect a pandemic to hit me right between the eyes, right? That yeah. was a huge slap in the face. I was on unemployment. So you go from C-suite salary with all the trappings that go along with that to being on unemployment within two years. Oh, oh, I, was, I was tempted to go back to the corporate world. And some, and some offers came along, good ones. And the ego, you talk about the ego when you get a, a mention with a podcast, the ego was like, yeah, we could do, look at this job. It's got a big title. It's got a big salary. But deep down inside, I knew it wasn't right. And I talked recently on my latest episode about 2X versus 10X thinking with the work of Benjamin Hardy. And 2X thinkers think about incremental improvement. So that would be the next job, right? Let's go for the next job. Let's go for a little bit more salary, a little bit more title, a little bit more responsibility. That's sort of incremental thinking, right? 10x thinking is, hey, how about we walk away from all of it, take our salary to zero for at least five years, and then hope that we can figure this out and that the money will come back. How about that? That's 10x thinking. And that's yeah. what I did. So, but what gives you the, I guess, what gives you the confidence, what gives you the, the self-esteem to be able to walk away from that job? I'm interested. Just to, just, just to nose. It's just this, I mean, it's just a belief inside of me that I can change this industry. I can, I can impact it in some positive, meaningful way. I don't want people to be miserable in this industry. And there are a lot of people who are still living under command and control model, and they're miserable. And I am right in the heart of it. I live in the Metro Detroit area. I see it. I live, eat, and breathe it every single minute of the day. I don't want people to have to to suffer in this industry. And I want this industry to survive. Let's not forget that. I interviewed John McElroy, who you know is a luminary in the automotive industry and has been for decades. And he said that we'll see more change in this industry in the next seven than we have in the past 100. Think about that. In the next seven. And Tesla is eating our lunch. And if we do not find a better way to operate, i.e., culture, then forget about the products. You can have the best EV lineup on the planet. If you can't figure out how to change, pivot, and be more agile the way Tesla is and change your culture, I know that not everything is good about the Tesla culture, I'll give you that, 
But if we can't figure out how to do that, then we're not going to be here. So I think that it's, it's alarming what's happening in the industry right now and what we need in terms of culture and leadership. 